Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, praisechapellasvegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. be here today so if you want to be part of that show up today because after that they'll have their team already set up and next week is just kind of just come together make sure everything is ready for the well conference which three weeks from the day will be ending hallelujah and so it'll be coming uh, shortly and quickly amen and so we're excited for our guests and those that are coming so be part of that amen you don't want to miss any part of the conference amen as we bring our guests and have a great time for that weekend amen praise the lord Hallelujah. We're in a, a new series, amen, and I started off a couple of weeks ago, and then, of course, last week we had baptisms, amen, so wanted to bring a word on, 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 the, on why water baptism, amen, but we want to jump back into the Rooted series, amen, and prepare us for our, our, our upcoming conference of Rooted, amen, and they're going to bring some word, amen, uh, these, these speakers are going to bring different types of word to help us get rooted, hallelujah. I mean, know that the roots never stop growing. It must continue to go deeper and deeper if we are going to remain, church. Uh, we, can't, we can't get satisfied with just where the roots are at right now. Our roots must get deeper, amen. And so this month is going to prepare our hearts that we really root ourselves, amen, especially as we step into the new year of 2023, amen. God already gave me the theme for next year, amen. So we're ready to go, hallelujah. And so, but this series and this conference is going to prepare us for what's coming next in 2023. Amen. I want you to turn to the book of Jeremiah. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 17. Jeremiah 17. If you can go down to verse 7 and 8. Amen. Jeremiah. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm going to go ahead and read it. And it's on the monitors there. But it says, But blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. They are like trees planted along the riverbank with roots that reach deep. Somebody say deep. Deep into the water, such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. Amen. As we kicked this off uh, a few weeks ago, we're, we're learning that we need to be rooted in God's Word. We need to be grounded in our relationship with Christ and rooted in the church. Why? Because storms are coming. Come on. Maybe you're in a storm right now, or maybe you just got out of a storm. Amen. But there are storms coming our way. Can somebody say amen? Uh, I'm not here to, 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 to try to scare you. I'm not here to, but that is what life is. Amen. Uh, let me just give you a little heavy revy. Amen. As long as we're here on earth, you're going to face storms. It's going to happen, church. It can, it, everything can be good right now, amen. It can be nice and sunny in your life, amen. But how many know that clouds start to roll in? And then rain starts to come and storms start to hit our way. The winds start to blow hard, amen. We just went through a monsoon here in Las Vegas, amen. And, and I, I, I have not seen rain like that 
where it would rain sideways instead of downwards, amen. And so the winds were coming here in, in Las Vegas. Things were flying everywhere. Things were being uprooted, amen, hallelujah. And so we need to understand that storms are going to come. Can somebody say yes? Come on. But if God be for us, come on, somebody, nothing can come against us, amen. Come on, if you are rooted in God's word, amen, those roots are going to sustain you in the storms of life. Can somebody say yes? Come on. When the winds start blowing, amen, if you are not rooted, church, the enemy can uproot you and blow you away. You got that picture? Can you show that picture right now? Look at this picture right here. These are the deep roots, amen. It says, when the roots are deep, there is no reason to fear the wind. Come on. When your roots are deep, there is no reason to to fear the wind. Uh, come on, some of us, amen, it starts to rain and we get scared, hallelujah. Come on, a, a cloud comes out and we go in our homes, amen. Uh, we don't, we don't, we, we got to understand there is no fear. There is no reason to fear if you got deep roots like that. Uh, come on, these are roots going in. I mean, uh, they're twisted. They're, they're in. And the more roots that you have, church, uh, the more that you're grounded, the more that you'll sustain the winds that come our way, hallelujah. Because every storm, church, comes to an end come on after the the rain comes the sun come on somebody say amen come on the sun shows up amen come on we know that the sun jesus christ shows up from our from the times of of storms in our life he comes out and shows up amen and he shines his grace upon us listen if you are not rooted church you will not last very long Today, we're going to look at how do I get rooted and grow. How many want to grow? Come on. You know, we, we just don't come here just to make it, church. We, don't, we just don't come here to just check in. Come on. Sometimes we come to church and think we're doing God a favor because we check in. No, 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 come on. I'm here because I need to root myself, amen. I'm here because I love the Lord, amen. I'm here because he died for my sins, hallelujah. I'm here because he rose on that third day to give me victory. I'm here because I need more of Jesus and less of me. I'm here because I have a family here, hallelujah. I got brothers and sisters here that will encourage me in my midst of my storms. And you got to understand, church, that we're here for a reason, amen. God is preparing us and equipping us, amen, and preparing you for your calling, amen. Why? To help the body and help the rest of the church, amen. The body of Christ, make it through the storms and winds of life. We're here to root ourselves, church. Come on, we're not just here to look pretty. We're not just here to say, look, I'm, I'm here, pastor. We're not here to make a check mark, amen. We're not here to get a gold star. Remember you used to show up at Bible, uh, at a Sunday school and you had that gold star, amen, each time you showed up. Hey, we're not here for that. We're here to get rooted. We're here to be a man of God, a woman of God. Hallelujah. We're here to be the best that we can be, church. And so how do I get rooted so I can grow? You ready? Somebody say, I'm ready. ready. Number one, first thing, church, you must say, I must. Come on, we must have relentless focus. You have to have relentless focus if you are to grow deep roots. Relentless focus is a key, church. The definition of relentless means this. 
Continuing without becoming weaker. Remaining determined. Come on. Come on. I, I like that. Continuing without becoming weaker. Come on. Storms of life should not weaken us. They should strengthen us. Come on, we, the thing is, the problem that we go through, amen, uh, come on, uh, uh, the flesh and the things that we go through, that when storms come our way, we weaken ourselves. We don't show up for church. Come on, somebody. Come on, you, 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 you get a little storm and all of a sudden you want to quit. Hallelujah. Come on, you, you, you shouldn't become weaker. You should become stronger, amen, because if you have deep roots, church, you won't fear the winds that come your way. Come on, deep roots start to go deeper in the midst of adversity. When something's pushing against you, those roots go deeper that you don't bend over, you don't fall over. Church, you remain. Can somebody say amen? Remain determined, amen. There has to be a, a determination in your spirit in order to grow deep roots. We can be easily blown over by little winds. Listen, that come our way. Doesn't it seem like the little winds are the ones that just ruin us? Come on, we can kind of sustain the big winds, amen, but it's those little, then we go, oh. you get all scared and you get all frustrated, amen, it's those little, the Bible says it's the little foxes that what? The spoil of the vine, amen. Come on, it seems those little things, that, that little accusation, that little, that your sister said, uh, or that he said, uh, and all this stuff, amen, is those little winds that seem to blow us over. Come on, church. Come on, it's time for us to root ourselves, amen. Uh, come on, the devil uses those little things, amen, to uproot you uh, and take you out, amen. Uh, You've got to get stronger. Can somebody say amen? amen. You have to be determined that, that I'm going deeper. Somebody say, I'm going deeper. Somebody say, root it. We've got to get rooted. Some of you guys uproot yourself just because I didn't say hi to you. <laughs> I'm out of here. Hallelujah. Well, man, you don't have very deep roots then. Come on. We've we got to understand, church. We've got to grow. Amen. Come on. You're not here for me. You're here for him. Hallelujah. Come on. He's about Jesus. Amen. Come on. We shouldn't get offended. Amen. Because we pass each other and we say, oh, you didn't say hi to me. Oh, there's a little wind that just blew your way. Come on, let, let's not let these little things take us out of what God wants to do in our lives. It's the little things, church. It's those little things, amen. Those little winds that we got to focus on that. I can't let that little wind blow me. I got to get ready for the big winds. Get deeper, hallelujah. Turn to book, uh, the book of Mark. I mean, not Mark, uh, Matthew, I'm sorry. Matthew chapter 9, verses 25 to 26. Or 25 to 29, I'm sorry, I need glasses, hallelujah. No, I don't want to wear them. <laughs> I need to humble myself and put my glasses on. But Matthew chapter 9, 25 to 29, it says, After the crowd was put outside, however, Jesus went inside and took the girl by the hand, and she stood up. And the report of this miracle swept throughout the entire countryside. And after Jesus left the girl's home, two blind men followed behind him, shouting, Son of David, have mercy on us. And they went right into the house where he was staying. And Jesus asked them, Do you believe I can make you see? Yes, Lord, they told him. 
We do. Somebody say, I do. do. And he touched their eyes and said, because of your faith. Somebody say, my faith. Because of your faith, it will happen. And verse 30 says, then the eyes were open and then they could see. I use this scripture here to show you something. That if you're going to go forward and you're going to see God's will unfold in your life, you're going to have to be like these two blind men. The text says that these two blind men followed along behind him. Let me ask you a question, church. How do blind men follow people? Come on. The answer is they hear. Romans chapter 10 verse 17 says, So faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word of God, by the word of God, church. Come on. As long as you hear God's voice, you will grow deep roots, amen. You will continue to follow and you will start to see what God's will is in your life, amen. As we continue to follow Christ, as we continue to go forward in life, amen, you're going to face challenges as well as new opportunities. Listen, you're not always going to see why you're going through that hard time. You're going to have to just follow by hearing the word of God, amen, in order to grow deep roots of faith, amen, when we are blinded by our troubles. I'm not going to allow the voices of trouble, amen, stop me from following and hearing his voice, church, even at times where I do not understand or see what's going on. You must, say I must, you you must have relentless focus. There'll be times when you're wondering, why are these things happening to me? But I say, just follow Jesus. Come on, I can't see where I'm going, but God, I hear your voice, amen. I have faith in you, Lord. We got to react in those moments, amen. God, why is this? Don't start saying, God, why am I going through this? I can't see where you're taking me. Say, God, I don't know what's going on, God, but Lord, I hear your voice, God. You lead me. You guide me. You show me the way, God. I'm hearing you, and I'm going to trust in you. I'm going to put my faith in you, God. I have faith to believe that you'll get me out of this situation. Church, sometimes you're going to have to shout unto the Lord. Come on, don't shout to your spouse. Don't shout at your kids. Come on, shout to Jesus and let him help you in those times where you don't know where you're going or can't see what you're doing. Come on, tell the Lord, Lord, I don't know what's going on, but God, I hear your voice. Come on, we got to bend our ear because God is speaking. I say, God's speaking. Come on, in your circumstances, if you just block all the voices of trouble and bend your ear towards the Father, He's speaking. He's speaking to your situation. He's speaking to your storm. He's speaking to you. He's trying to give you direction. He's trying to give you understanding. And there's just times that, you know what, we just need to sit in His presence. Come on, you just need to sit at His feet. And say, God, you know what? I'm just going to be silent. And in silence, God speaks. Tell your neighbor, just hold on. 
Don't, 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 don't get crazy, man. Some of us can't even sit for a minute. <laughs> we say, okay, God, and then you start going this. All right, when, when? We're impatient people. Come on, somebody. We're impatient. We need to learn to wait sometimes. Allow him to speak. You need to open up your words sometimes. Allow him to speak. You're going to have to do the things that you need to do in order to hear his voice. What I like about these two blind guys, they did not allow what they couldn't see stop them from hearing and following Jesus. Come on, these two blind men, their circumstances, they, they didn't limit them. They didn't allow the, what, this, 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 uh, uh, this problem within their lives to stop them uh, from hearing and following Jesus, amen, because we walk by, by faith and not by sight. These men walked by faith. These men heard the word. They were blind physically, but let me tell you, amen, they still heard the voice and they still followed Jesus. And Jesus asked these blind men, do you believe? Do you believe? I'll ask you the same question today. Do you believe? See, together... In a setting like this, we're all like, yeah, we believe. But when you're alone in that situation, when you're alone in that problem, come on, there's times that you don't believe. Come on, we're here and we say it, amen, because we, you're, you sometimes you're like, okay, hey, raise your hand if you believe. And we raise our hands and, and sometimes we don't want to raise our hand, but we see everybody else and oh, me too. <laughs> We don't want to be the odd one out. We don't want to be the one lacking faith, amen. We don't want to be the one not believing, amen. But sometimes we come together, amen. We're excited and we believe together, amen. But we got to learn to believe when we're alone. Because you're never alone, church. Come on. God is always with you, amen. Come on. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit is always with you. We must continue to believe. Believe when you don't see things, church. And continue to listen to his voice. He asked them, do you believe? Come on, church, really, do you really believe for your breakthrough? Come on, do you believe for your miracle? Do you believe that you're an overcomer? Come on, somebody. Come on, do you believe that nothing formed against you shall prosper, church? Do you really believe the word of God? Amen. Do you believe, church? Come on, do you believe that he can break the chains of struggle over your life? Come on, you weren't meant, you weren't saved, you weren't, you weren't uh, created to be in bondage. Uh, God came to liberate you uh, and set you free, church. Uh, do you believe that he can make you stop those things uh, that you think you cannot stop, amen? Do you believe that he has uh, the, ch the things to break those chains uh, off your life, church? You've got to believe. There has, there's freedom. In belief. I believe. Somebody say, I believe. I believed. My life was falling apart. I believe he was going to put my marriage back together. I believe that he would deliver me from alcohol. I believe that he would deliver me from drugs. I, I believe that in the power of God, amen. And when I believed, he set me free. 
When I believe, he started the process of re, uh, restoring my marriage. I believe. And throughout the course of my walk, I never stopped believing. I've questioned, I wondered, but never stopped believing. Come on, we're human, church. Things are going to flow in my mind. But you got to get God's word to flush, flush that thing out. Come on, God's word sustains us, church. We need to walk by faith and not by sight. Come on, we walk by what we see, church. Come on, things are going good, we're walking, but if things are going bad, that's all we see is bad. What happened to the faith? It's walking by faith. It's staying in faith. It's trusting God. Come on, he, he, he never said, to accept me and, I, and you live it happily ever after. Come on, he, he never said that. He says, in this world, you're going to have trials. You're going to have tribulation. You're going to go through some stuff. But be a good cheer. I've overcome the world. And if I overcome the world and I live in you, then you can overcome the world. You can overcome anything, church, that you face. Can somebody say amen? amen. Listen, his mercies are new every single day. He gives us opportunities to be fruitful and blessed. The question is, do you believe? Jesus asked, do you believe I can heal you? These blind men believed and answered the Lord, yes, Lord, we believe there was not a question. There was not a doubt, amen, in their lives. They never seen anything that God had ever done. They never seen the miracles of God. All they have heard is his word. All they heard is what they, they spoke about. All they heard is the preaching of the word that brought faith inside these blind men, amen. And they said, without a doubt, Lord, we believe, amen. And their faith, church, opened their eyes. A quote from someone says this, the eyes are useless when the, blind, the mind is blind. If you want to get rooted and be rooted, church, you must have relentless focus. Another thing, you must have an everlasting preparation. In other words, you have to prepare yourself for the long haul. You got to have a heaven or, 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 or bus attitude, church. You have to have a, a mindset that I'm not turning back. You have to draw the line, church. Amen. Come on, have you drawn the line? Come on, in your walk. Have you drawn the line? Amen. Come on, drawing the line means I, I don't want to do that anymore. Amen. I don't want to be that anymore. Amen. I don't want to fall into that anymore. I don't want to think like that anymore. I don't want to act like that anymore. Come on, you got to draw the line. You're hopefully you're here because you're drawing a line. I, I want to live for God. I don't want to live for the world. I don't want to do what I want to do. Uh, God died for me. Uh, he paid a heavy price for my life. Amen. Uh, come on, not to die, continue to do what I want to do, but I draw the line because uh, that line, amen, gets me in trouble. Uh, that line, amen, makes, messes me up. Amen. I got to stay away from the line. Amen. And say, God, I choose you. Uh, I choose holiness. Uh, I choose you, God. I want you. You've got to draw the line, church. You've got to draw the line. Because there's many, too many Christians today playing the line. Come on. What can I do? How much can I do and still go to heaven? Come on. We've got to draw away from that mindset, church. 
Our minds are filthy. Our, our ways are bad, church. Come on, there is no righteousness in us. Hallelujah. Come on. Uh, come on. Our righteousness are filthy rags before the Lord. Amen. God, I, I need to get away from the line. You want breakthrough? You want to get rooted? Don't play the line. Come on, stay away from that. Choose him. Choose blessings, not curse. Choose his, his will, not yours. There has to be a no more in your spirit. No more. I'm done. I'm done. You ever been to that place? where, you, Man, I'm done. <laughs> you know, you, you, you did whatever you did in, you, in your place, and you come to your mindset like, man, God, why am I? I'm done. I don't want this no more. I don't want to be that man no more. I don't want to be that woman no more. I don't want to do this anymore. God, I, I'm drawing the line. You gotta have a no quit in your spirit, church. Come on, don't just quit over every little thing, church. Come on. You gotta have deeper roots in that. Come on, things are gonna come our way. People are gonna push you wrong, push your button, all this stuff. Man. You gotta root yourself and not give in. Amen? Amen. Come on, we gotta root ourselves, church. You gotta understand, church. That sometimes people are just people. <laughs> the world is the world, church. Someone's going to offend you. And even in the, in the body of Christ. We can't take these things, amen. And I'm not saying they, they don't hurt or they don't, they don't, you, you don't feel, church. We all have those feelings, but you've got to root yourself a little more deeper than that. We're here. We've got to root ourselves. We've got to be stronger. Can somebody say Amen got to say, I'm not going to have a quit, no quit spirit. I'm in it for the long haul. Come on, I'm in it till we get to heaven, church. This is not just a cruise here. I'm not just cruising it, amen. This is for the long haul, amen. I'm I'm hauling all the way to heaven, amen. It's heaven. Heaven's my sight, church. Heaven has to be your sight. You know what? I'm going to let nothing distract me from where I'm going. I need to reach the place, amen. I'm in it for the long haul. John chapter 12, 3 to 7 says this, Then Mary took a 12-ounce jar of expensive perfume made of essence of nar, and she anointed Jesus' feet with it, wiping his feet with her hair, and the house was filled with the fragrance. But Judas, the disciple who soon will betray him, said that perfume is worth a year's wages. It should have been sold and the money given to the poor. Not that he cared for the poor. He was a thief, and since he was in charge of the disciples' money, he often stole some for himself. And Jesus replied, leave her alone. She did this in preparation for my burial. See, these four oils that were mixed together to make this one expensive perfume, one of those oils was nar. Nar, you, you can only get from the Himalayas, China, or India. The value of this special order, uh, oil was around a year's wages. What Mary offered here, church, was no ordinary offering. Mary was preparing the oil, amen. This perfume was her security. It was Mary's 401k, amen. It was her savings account, amen. But God has something greater in mind with this oil. And little did she know that, that what she was about to do, what she was about to surrender to God would be recorded in history. 
Church, that all the work and all your sacrifice, all your preparation is for what God is preparing for you. Everything that you go through, church, everything that you, the season that you go through, God is preparing you. A quote from someone says this, surrender to what is, let go of what was, and have faith to what will be. We must prepare for any opportunity that God gives us to surrender to him, to worship him in order to get deeper rooted in him. Listen, wherever you go through church, whatever sacrifices that you make for Christ will turn out to be a preparation for the manifestation of God upon your life. In other words, preparation will turn into blessing. Come on, you won't see the manifestation unless there's a preparation, church. This is for the long haul. It has to be an everlasting preparation. Also, to be rooted and grow, you have to have an unwavering discipline. That means that we simply have to obey God. That's it. Obey God. Obey His Word, church. Holiness is obedience. Holiness is obedience. Matthew chapter 4, 18 to 19 says this. And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brothers, Simon called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea. For they were fishermen. And he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And they immediately left their nets and followed him. Come on. Listen, the call of God demands a response, demands obedience. He said to them, Follow me. Come on, how did these men respond to that? They immediately left their nets and followed him. They immediately left who they were. They immediately left all that they knew to be what Jesus called them to be, a fisherman. Up to this point, uh, Peter and Andrew were just ordinary men uh, working a family business church, amen. Uh, Ordinary men that will end up serving an extraordinary God, amen. Uh, They end up being part of the birthing uh, of the New Testament church, amen. Listen, if you will follow, amen, everything will be worth it, church, amen. Everything will be fulfilled, amen. Your life will have purpose and it will have meaning once we follow and we obey. See, if you only obey him and follow him, church, it's only through that that you'll grow deeper and get more rooted in Christ in order to do what we must, say I must. Come on, we, we, we must do, we must have an unwavering faith, church. The last thing I want to talk about this morning or this afternoon is how to get rooted and grow is you must have a deepening passion. A deepening passion. The definition of deepen simply means to become or to cause something to become deeper or uh, become deep or deeper. To become or cause something such as feelings, emotion, or belief become stronger or more powerful. To make your knowledge or understanding fuller or more complete. That is what deepening in 
we got to have a deepening spirit for God, amen, that we need to grow stronger. We need to become stronger, more powerful, church. Psalm 69, 9 says this, the passion for your house has consumed me, and the insults of those who insult you have fallen on me, amen. We must have a passion for God, amen. We must have a passion for his house, amen. You have to take it personal, church, if you call yourself a Christian. Come on, John chapter 2, 13 to 17 says, it's nearly, it was nearly the time of the Jewish Passover celebration. So Jesus went to Jerusalem. In the temple area, he saw merchants selling cattle, sheep, and doves and for sacrifices. He also saw dealers at tables exchanging foreign money. And Jesus made a whip from some rope and chased them all out of the temple. He drove out the sheep, the cattle, scattered the money changers' coins over the floor, and turned over their tables. Then going to the, over to the people who sold doves, he told them, get these things out of here. Stop turning my father's house into a marketplace. Then the disciples remember this prophecy from the scriptures, the compassion for God's house will consume me. Jesus had a passion for the house, amen. He was very upset over the evil acts that were taking place in the house, amen. They were doing what they were doing, church, or was an insult against the Lord, amen. Jesus didn't deal with this half-heartedly, amen. He was consumed with a righteous anger for disrespecting God's house, amen. He became consumed with a passion for the house. We must, church, be consumed with a passion for his house. Passion, church, drives us. Passion will drive you, church. Things, great things are created through passion. Come on. This, this song that Des wrote that we just heard was a passion for the house. Did you hear her words? God, what do you have for what? Our house here. See, she was burned and consumed with a passion. God, what is it that you have for us here at this house? You, you, there has to be a compassion, uh, a passion for the house. God, God, I got to protect the house. God, what can I bring to the house? Passion is what woke me up today, church. To come today, hallelujah. There's a passion, amen. A passion which keeps you and I going, church. Passion helps us grow deep roots. Come on, we got to get over ourselves and replace it with passion. God, I'm here because I, I'm passionately in love with you. I, I want to come because you, you, you are my everything. Come on, if you're in love with someone, amen, you'll do anything for that person. Right? Come on. Uh, when you're in love, amen, it's just, it, it doesn't matter, amen. All you see is that person. All you think is about that person. Uh, all you want to be with is with that person. Uh, that should be a passion for us in the house of God. Uh, that should be a passion for us with our relationship with the Lord, amen. Uh, we need to be passionate and have a deep passion for his house, for the people in the house. For the things that we need to do in the house, church. That passion will keep you going and going and going and going, church. 
It pushes you when you don't want to be pushed. It takes you when you say, I don't want to go. It brings you, hallelujah. That passion inside drives you. God, you wake up and like, oh, can I just sleep for another hour? Can I just miss this Sunday? But no, there's something inside of you that says, oh, I got to make it to the house. God, how can I say, how can I say I don't want to see you today? How can I say I don't want to be in your house today? How can I say that, Lord, when you have done so much for me? God, there's a deep passion for you. And God, I'm, I'm going to protect your house. Don't talk about my daddy. <laughs> Come on, I, I'm consumed. Don't, 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 don't bring insult to the house. Come on, we, we, we come with a respect. We come with, a, with an honor to him. There's a deep passion for the Lord, church. If you want to grow, church, we need these things in our lives. We need relentless focus. We need these things in our lives to go deeper. Then our roots get deeper. Let me tell you, as we start to deepen, the enemy comes. Come on. That enemy is never going to stop, church. I wish I can tell you, you know what, after being saved so, so amount of time, amen, he leaves you alone. He doesn't. The longer you stay, the longer he comes. But if you're deepened and your roots are deep in church, you'll, able, you'll be able to sustain anything that he throws your way. You will be victorious in all things because we're victorious in Christ, amen? Come on. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Not all you God, devil. Well, keep huffing and puffing because you're not going to blow this house down. Come on, somebody. You're going to have to talk back to the enemy. Don't negotiate with the enemy. Don't have a chit-chat with the enemy. Don't have coffee with the enemy. Come on, speak to the enemy. You have the authority. Say, I have the authority. You have the authority to speak to the devil. Say, get out. And he has to get out. Come on, the Bible says to, to resist, submit, and to resist the enemy. Come on, submit yourself to God. Get, 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 get a hold of yourself, church. It's just a wind blowing. Come on, get a hold of that. And keep going forward in it. You've got to continue to go, but you've got to let those roots get deeper, church. Deep roots keep you. You're not rooted, you'll get booted. It's as simple as that. You've got to root yourself. Somebody say, rooted. Root See, each time we come, church, okay, what are you doing? I'm just going to get a little, just getting a little, I'm just getting a little rooted. Another branch is coming. The root dance. Yeah, you got to have a root dance. Amen. Each time we come, we can't just come like, okay, we're going to have just, no, God, I'm going to root myself a little more. Come on, when we worship, it's just, just a root. Right now, when you're hearing the words, it's like, okay, oh, I needed that one. Oh, okay. Oh, new branches came out, amen. Something's just growing. Something's going a little deeper. You got to, and sometimes you got to twist, amen. You, there has to be action on your part. You can't just stand here like, you're going to root. No, no, there has to be, there has to be movement. Come on. Faith without works is what? Dead, you got, there has to be a work too. I know we, we, I know that we, 
walk by faith and not by sight, but there has to be some work in it, church. And I know that our works don't save us, amen, but you've got to have cooperation with the Holy Spirit. Come on, somebody. You just, you just can't expect him to do everything, amen. Come on, he's great. He's awesome for us. He's a good friend of ours. He's a, he's a counselor. He's, he's, he's everything to us, amen, but you're going to have to root yourself. You're going to have to do the little twist, amen. He's not going to dance for you. I can't dance for you either. Hallelujah. I got my own dance to do, amen. And I, I'm just rooting myself more. So each time we come, it's like, okay, I'm getting rooted. Hallelujah. As we approach conference, amen, come on, I got my root dance. I'm going to root myself. You got these men of God that are going to come, amen, and bring the word of God to you, amen, that God gave to them for you, amen, to what? To root yourself deeper inside of him, amen. And so we got to come with a mind attitude that says, God, I want to get rooted. I got to get deeper in you, Father God. I don't want any wind or storm of the past year, Lord. What happened in January or February or what happened in 2020 or 2021, uproot me and take me away, amen, in 2022. Lord. I'm going to finish off this year strong, amen, and go into 2023, Lord, rooted in you, Father, trusting you, uh, believing you, Lord, and understanding that you are a God that has me. You never leave me, Daddy. He is a good Father. Come on. He never gives you anything that you cannot handle, church. He'll always have an escape route for you. But he's building you because there's things inside of you that need to get rooted. And there's things inside of you that need to be uprooted too. Come on, we got to, what he says, I got to prune those branches that are not producing anymore. I got I to prune some things. I'm going to have to cut some things here. It's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt, amen. It's going gonna, it's gonna to think I'm picking on you, but I'm not. A, I want to make you grow because I love you. There are dead things in our lives, amen, that we're hanging on to. You cannot grow deeper in the roots and go deeper in Christ, amen, with these things of negativity in our lives and things that we're holding on from the past. God, prune me. When's the last time you told God that? Come on, God, prune me. We don't say that, amen. That's what we need, amen. God, prune me. Prune my attitude. Prune my ways, God. I want to be better for you, God. I don't want to be like that anymore. God, prune me. When you're going through a season, amen, and that flesh is rising up, God, prune me. Cut away that. Show me what it is. That's why David was such a man after God's own heart when he says, God, search my heart. What are you saying? God, prune me. Search my heart. Find those things that, that offend you and, and, and show me them for them. Put me on the, on the path of everlasting. God, prune me. God, I want to be all that. That's why David prayed that prayer. That's what made him a man after God's own heart. Because he says, prune me. God, he, he knew how to repent to the Lord. He knew what to do. And when he repented, he turned away, church. God, prune me. God, I want to be good for you. I don't want nothing, nothing inside of me to stop what I need to do for your kingdom. Prune me. Because if we hold on things right now, you may be okay for a while, church. But then something's coming up ahead. A wind is coming. A storm is coming. And you got some dead roots inside of you. And those dead roots sometimes will take you over or take over the roots that are growing, church. You've got you to gotta prune that. It's like weeds. I hate weeds. Anybody like weeds? <laughs> I, I, I don't like weeds at all, amen. I, 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 I cut my yard. I clean my yard. And I don't like weeds. But when I see a weed, 
You got you to gotta pull it by what? It's, it's root. If I just get the lawnmower and go over that weed, guess what next week's going to be? I'm back. <laughs> that root's back, amen. You, sometimes you, I have to get on my knees, and I got to have to dig a little bit and grab it by its root. And once I take it out, then it's gone. But if we're all, see, the thing is, the problem with some of us, we just go over our problems like this. We just cut over the top and say, okay, it's, it's gone. It's, no, it's, it's, it's there. Now someone comes and, and does something to you and, and pushes the right button. Now it starts watering that root of yours, and it comes back out. And that nice girl that you were all of a sudden comes, ah! or the guy comes out or whatever it is, church. You've got to get rid of it by its roots. No more half hood. No more half anything, church. Nothing half, church. All in. I'm all in, God. Prune. Amen. Let's all stand up.